Welcome to Electric City Collective Podcast. We're so glad you're here. Your hosts today are Grace, Matthew, and Emma. Welcome to episode one, What is ECC? Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Today I have Matthew and Emma. Matthew is the director of ECC and Emma is on the teaching team. I am your host. I'm Grace. I'm on the media team. I am Matthew. I'm from a little tiny town called Kershaw, South Carolina. Big, big metropolis of Kershaw. We're all students at Anderson University. I'm a Christian studies major along with a communications minor. So I'm also from a very small town, Fountain Inn, South Carolina, Simpsonville, Greenville, whatever you want to call it. I'm also a Christian studies major, but no minor, no nothing like that. I have a concentration in youth ministry and preaching, though, so all of this ministry stuff very much up my alley. We've all been friends for a really long time. Matthew and I have been friends since before college, which is crazy, and then I met Grace last year. But we all worked at camp together, and now we all get to do ministry together, and it's really, really cool. So Yeah, yeah it's a lot of fun. Yeah, Grace, where are you from? I'm from Hartsville, South Carolina. I am a comm major with a digital media concentration, and I have a minor in marketing. Matthew, what is ECC? Yeah, so ECC um, is short for Electric City Collective. It's just a ministry that operates as a collective, like I said. So we're just using all our talents, all the gifts that the Lord has given us together to minister to the church as a whole. Really just the ultimate goal of it is just to be a resource for the church at large, whether that's putting on worship for an event, whether that's putting on teaching for an event, literally whatever the church, specifically youth groups, really need for us to do and whatever they, yeah, whatever they need. When did you start ECC and what was your original vision? I kind of was coming up with the whole vision of what ECC was going to look like in actually an Old Testament class. So instead of listening to the lecture, I would just get on the notes app and just envision of what I, what I was thinking this was going to be. told a friend named Sylvia about it, and she was immediately like, yes, we have to do this. It was over winter break. I went to my youth pastor back home, and I was like, hey, we have this team of people who are like really super talented that really just want to get into ministry and serve ministry. Could we do an event for y'all? And kind of just went with it, even though we only had like three people. So getting into it, that was kind of how we first started. We only had three people, really just me, Emma, and Sylvia. And we were just like, yeah, like we we just want to get out there and serve God. That was kind of the first thing. And then it kind of developed just from that one event into a little bit more events like we're doing this fall. But yeah. Yeah, the crazy thing is, like, Matthew has been dreaming of a ministry like this literally since we met, like, freshman year. Like, he's literally always looked at me and be like we're going to start a church or we're going to do something really big. And I would be like, all right. And so I was one of the first people he reached out to for ECC. Really honored because I was like, oh, of all the people you could have asked and thought of, you thought of me. That's really awesome. It's been really cool to see how much it's developed, seriously. We were literally just like, hey, let's go host this youth event for these people in Lancaster. And now yeah. like, we're hosting so many events for people, which is really, really cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool to see it develop from literally just an idea in my head something that's actually like impacting the kingdom it's just cool to see the vision like come to life and us actually have a team we really started in like january and then our first event was in march of this year 2022 so how did you grow your team and how did you reach out to other team members that's a good question that's a good question it's like emma was saying it was really just people who number one i asked god about it i was like god like who do you want involved in this and i reached out to people who were already doing ministry who were already like kind of involved in, in things really just to give them more opportunities to 
get out there and minister to people, not only for the people, but also to give them experience and to give them a platform to speak. So yeah, that was kind of the teaching team. So there's a little bit, there's a couple arms to ECC. So there's the media team, which Grace is on. There's a teaching team, which Emma's on. And then there's the worship team as well. So yeah, just kind of a lot of my friends who were already involved in ministry, already doing things for the kingdom. And yeah, so we just got together and decided to work together and leverage that talent together instead of separately. So Yeah, and he even like reached out to each of the team leads, quote unquote. Oh, who should we put on this team? And so like me being on the teaching team, he reached out to me. He was like, all right, we need like two more girls and like a few more guys. Like, who do you think? And we both like prayed about it and thought about it. And like we were texting back and forth about people who we thought would just be awesome at it. And then we would talk to those people and most of them are on the team. So it's really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of cool to see, to go from like individually, like me being friends with all of them individually to like us being like a group now and like them becoming friends through like my friendship with them. But yeah, it's, it's really cool. The unity that we have on our team and we're really chasing after the one mission together, which is like really to serve the church. Who do you want to reach? Like, are you reaching churches? Are you reaching youth group? What age group? Things like that. Like, who's your audience? Yeah, that's a good question. Mainly our audience is youth groups. So really just getting into youth groups that don't necessarily have a lot of resources. It might just be parents that are just volunteering, just doing what they can for their church. I mean, really just bringing some excitement, bringing some young energy into that youth group and just trying to serve them as much as much as we can. But yeah, we kind of do a lot of different things as far as like could just be a worship night for a church, could just be random teaching for a conference, could be worship for a conference. But the majority of the things we do is like denouns for churches, retreats for churches, things like that. But yeah. Yeah, I think our big wheelhouse is with students, obviously, because mm-hmm. we're all young. So it yeah. makes sense. Um, but also like, I don't know, I love, we just kind of make it real for them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, like you can follow Jesus at a young age. Like, you can be excited for Jesus. Also, we're not, like, boring. Like, we're fun. Yeah, and, like, yeah. we make the events fun. And we, like, are real with them. And they need that because a lot of them are just in churches with, I mean, they graduate high school and go to college and don't follow Jesus anymore, which mm-hmm. is, like, a sad reality of just the church in America. But, I don't know, I think we have a really special opportunity to reach students and, like, young adults at our age. Mm-hmm. So, The vision for that audience kind of came from my background. So I grew up in a church that did not have a lot of resources but did like all that they could. And it would literally have made like the youth group's entire year to have a weekend where like a bunch of young people came in who were loving, loving Jesus, following Jesus already. But yeah, that just would, that would have made my youth group's whole year just for that, those few days. So yeah, so that kind of came from my background as far as not having that as a kid and trying to provide that. What kind of resources do you showcase at these churches? Like how do you show them Jesus through the resources and how would you get them to get you again or like ask you to come back yeah yeah so a big kind of saying that we try to embody is talent gets you in the room but character keeps you there so yeah so obviously like I really believe that all our all our people are super talented but as we were forming the team as we were trying to get the best people it was people that were super talented but also like they had really 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 strong character because character is what keeps you there but yeah yeah I don't want to go to a church just one time and then never go back. I think that's not really the most effective way, but trying to build those connections so year after year we can come and serve them and provide exciting ministry opportunities for them. But yeah, so as we were forming the team, I tried to form the team with as much character as possible because talent is really useless if you don't have character behind it. So. Mm-hmm.
Can you explain your first event and what that looked like for both of you? Yeah, yeah. Our first event was so much fun. Um, it was the best ever. So it was Mar. It was in March of 2022. This year, we went down to Lancaster, South Carolina, at my home church, Second Baptist Lancaster, and provided kind of a majority worship night, but there was also teaching. So me and Emma got to speak at it. So yeah, yeah. Sylvia, like I mentioned earlier, she headed up the worship aspect of it. So there was about six or seven songs that night, and then there was about a 10 or 15 minute teaching from Emma, and then a 10 or 15 minute teaching from me. I'll let Emma speak on kind of what she spoke about, but. Yeah, yeah, so I went first in the teaching aspect, and it was a little intimidating because I've never spoken to a room with that many students in it, and I spoke on like Jesus is Lord, and like what that means, and that he has like authority, and like what that means for your life and stuff. It was actually really funny because one of our best friends from camp showed up. And we had no, I had no idea she was there, and I like needed crowd participation, so I like asked for like somebody to raise her hand, and Allison like shot her hand up, and I didn't realize it was her, and I was like, oh my gosh, this person is so enthusiastic, like this is funny, and then I realized it was her, and I got really excited, and <laughs> those poor kids' ears, like I was so shrill, <laughs> I felt bad once I listened to it again because I was like, oh my gosh, I need to chill, but yeah. So I just like basically demonstrated that like the fact that Jesus is Lord means that he has authority and that means that your life should be different when you're following him. So like, like it matters how you live your life. It matters how you date. It matters how you uh, like talk about your friends, like in all of these things. And I don't know, I also like brought in the big gospel sharing method I use is the three circles. And I honestly could use it in every sermon I ever do mm-hmm. and everything I ever talk about. Matthew's laughing because I literally do. Yeah, she um, does. <laughs> but I used that to like demonstrate like how like when Jesus is Lord of your life, that changes everything yeah. um, and that it should change everything. And I think it was very powerful for what I gathered from most of the room is a bunch of like churchy kids who grew mm-hmm. up in church. In that, like, the way that they lived actually did matter. And that, like, Jesus, they should be submitting whatever they're doing to Jesus, didn't matter what it was. So, yeah, yeah. So, that was kind of the first, the first little half of the event. And then we added some more worship. And then I got to come up and speak. So, funny thing that that day, I was actually sick as a dog. Like, oh my gosh. Literally, so bad. literally all day. It was so bad. I had to go home, take a quick nap, come back basically dead, but by, by the Lord's grace, I got to get up there and preach a little bit. So I spoke on how Jesus is our friend. So there's this dichotomy of how Jesus is Lord and Jesus is over our lives and over circumstances, has authority over circumstances, but he's also in the circumstances with us. So I spoke towards that. And really what we want to push in every single event that we do is how you can have a, this relationship with Jesus. Jesus came so that so that he could die for our sins, so that we could come back into a good relationship with the Father. Mm-hmm. And it's not this religious thing. It's not how many times you go to church in the year. It's how well you walk with Jesus and how you can have that friendship, that relationship with him. So that's what I kind of spoke on for the whole time. I talked about abiding in Jesus and how he wants to be with us and be our friend, like I said. But yeah, yeah, it was cool. It was a good first event. It was really exciting to, to see like a lot of the people I had grown up with come and see them support me my family got to come so that was really sweet as well but yeah yeah Matthew and I both feel very passionately about like Jesus is Lord and like Jesus is friend Mm -hmm. um and I feel like like both of us putting our heads together for this event we're like 
what changes their lives. And it's like when you realize these two things, because like for me, I didn't grow up in the church. And so when I realized that like all Jesus wanted from me was like friendship and relationship, that's what changed everything for me. But then you hear like other kids like who grew up in the church, they know that, but sometimes they don't realize that like Jesus is Lord and that like you should submit your life to him. And when they realize that, that's when everything changes for them. So I think it was very two key concepts to the gospel and like concepts to who Jesus is. Mm-hmm. Very glad. I think it went very well with just the presentation and all of that great stuff. So yeah, I was really surprised at how well it flow it flew by, like the the transitions, that kind of stuff. It was really surprising to me how yeah. how well our first event went. It was very encouraging, and it was very much an aspect that the hand of God was behind our ministry, and that like God really wanted us to do that and hop into that kind of stuff. But yeah. What do you see ECC doing going forward now that you've had your first event and that you've had a few events since then and that you've built a media team and other yeah. worship teams up? How yeah. do you think that will impact going forward? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. So our vision is really just to, like I was saying earlier, to be a resource for the church and to get in to get connections with people in maybe small towns and areas that might not even have a youth pastor for their youth group mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I can see DCC growing in that aspect as far as doing weekends for different churches. A semester we'll have about three or four weekends where we're just going and putting on the whole the whole weekend, the worship, the teaching, production for all of it. So that's super exciting. We're also hopping to, into some other stuff with the worship team. The worship team's writing some songs currently. But yeah, yeah, I just see us hopping a little bit more into weekend things. I think it's that's a lot, especially since we're in school. Doing stuff on the weekends are like our wheelhouse. Thanks, Matthew and Emma, for joining us today. We were really excited to have you guys with us. Yeah, yeah. thanks, Craig. Yeah, we're excited for it. Thank you so much for listening to the ECC podcast. We hope you were encouraged to know that Jesus is your friend. Feel free to check out our Instagram at ecc.ministry and our Facebook page at Electric City Collective for more information or to contact us about scheduling your event.